All right, guys, I put a lot of thought into what I should do for the Halloween special. I went back and forth on all different kinds of stuff, but in the end, what I decided on was to not do a Halloween special at all. That way, I'm not conforming to the standards of society, and I'm playing along with one less game. Now, of course, as soon as I came to this decision, I found the inspiration for the episode, and of course, it fits perfectly with Halloween and the whole theme. So I guess I'm going to do the special, but just know that I'm only doing it because I chose to, not because that's what's expected of me. And also, I'm doing it a day late, just out of spite. So that being said, it's going to be a good episode. The inspiration for it is coming from my new favorite book, The Daily Laws, which is written by Robert Greene, of course. Everything in the book so far has been fantastic. You're going to hear me reference it a lot in the future. Uh, I have no shame in using the master is a reference. There's no problem with that. He's got such an incredible insight into human nature. And what I want to talk about today is using the shadow self as a tool. So I really didn't plan it, but I feel like the, the shadow would be the link to Halloween. So what we're going to be talking about is essentially using your demons to your advantage. Now we've talked about the shadow self quite a bit in this show. When you fail to deal with your emotions properly, or you try to repress your primitive urges, they basically get locked up in the basement of your mind. When you leave them unattended down there, they have a way of growing and getting out of control. Now the shadow tends to be the darker side of human nature, that's why it's called that. It's the stuff that we don't want to see and we definitely don't want anybody else to see it. The problem is that when we repress these issues and lock them up, we're not really keeping a tight rein on them. We put them out of sight and out of mind, but just because they're in the basement doesn't mean that they can't run around and cause trouble. And actually, the shadow self has a way of overwhelming us when we least expect it. It can compel us to act out of character and to have emotional and immoral outbursts rather unexpectedly. So I know for me personally, I tend to keep a pretty tight lid on my anger, and I really don't let those feelings out very often. So sometimes I find myself snapping at really stupid things and having an emotional reaction to it. You know, for example, I might go through a really stressful situation with total self-control, but then when I get home that evening, I have to really fight not to have a nervous breakdown when I knock over a cup of water, which happens at least once every two or three days. Because th those unexpressed emotions, the anger that I'm keeping a lid on, it's not going anywhere. It's not dying. You know, they're down there just waiting to explode. Now, we usually talk about how to heal that side of ourselves, but today we're going to talk about integrating it, which I believe is part of the healing process. The fact is that the shadow is there for a reason, and it's very much a part of us, and we need to learn how to not be scared of it. Instead, it's important to learn how to tame it a little bit and to bring it into our lives. I recently talked about how emotions are there to motivate us, and they're not something to be ignored. Well, sometimes we do ignore these emotions, and it's helpful for us to learn to utilize them. All that stuff locked up in your unconscious basement, so to speak, it's basically a massive reservoir of untapped energy. And if you can start to harness the power of the shadow in a controlled way, you can really accomplish anything. Now it is Halloween, so all you'll need to harness the shadow is a pentagram, a cauldron, and a small goat. I'm just kidding, obviously. The, that would be silly because Halloween doesn't even fall on a full moon. Integrating the shadow can be a very healing process. You start to bring all the things that you've been hiding out into the light, and instead of denying the anger that you feel, you instead allow it to bubble up just enough. The trick here when using the energy of the shadow is to keep it in small doses. If you suddenly bring everything that you've been mad about for the last 10 years to the surface, you're not gonna be able to control it. 
if you bring that anger up but then fail to keep a leash on it, you're gonna spiral out of control very quickly. There's not a one size fits all solution for how to do this, as far as I know anyway. So it's gonna take some time, it's gonna take some honest self-reflection and some experimentation on your part. I do know, however, that finally letting out some of that repressed rage in a productive way is incredibly cathartic. And the key here is to be very intentional about when, how, and for how long you let it out. It needs to be strategic, it needs to be methodical. You don't wanna be the person who seems to be perfectly fine and then just has a complete mental breakdown and a fit of rage out of nowhere. It's not a good outcome. Remember what those emotions are for and use them appropriately. They're motivators. So use them to get a little push. You know, anger shouldn't be used to just go scream at your coworkers or your classmates. That's not a productive use of energy. It's not an intelligent strategy. It's not a strategy at all, really. That's something that's going to get you into more trouble, and it, it really defeats the purpose. Um, instead, channel those feelings into breaking out of the situation that's creating them. Find whatever... Find whatever the strongest motivator is for you personally and lean into that. We talked about the five weaknesses a couple weeks ago. Those are fear, lust, anger, greed, and sympathy. So a reminder, or mention them again in the future, don't worry. At least one of those is going to be a major player in your shadow side. They're, they're all there because these are all personality traits that society teaches us to suppress. But everybody's going to have one or two that are stronger than the rest. Whatever it is, turn it to your advantage. Like I said, the goal is not to throw the doors wide open and just let it run wild. You need a little bit here and there. You need uh, to just like allow your anger in a little bit to, to give you the courage to stand up for yourself, for example. But never give those emotions control. They have their own agenda, and it's up to you to develop the kind of character that can integrate them effectively. And you've got to do that first. One excellent way of integrating the shadow is by learning to let it out in your preparation for the future. So in, in your practice, and your, your daily routine. So maybe you're a musician and you're really struggling with a breakup, for example. Instead of hiding from the negative emotions that you feel, maybe instead you learn how to channel them into your practice. You use the anger, the indignation, um, and the sadness as a fuel. You learn to push all of that into playing your instrument. And you know those emotions just keep you going for hours and hours and hours. And you end up playing so much that in six months to a year, you're outperforming people that have been playing for much longer than you have. And you take that sense of loneliness and say, hey, if I'm a famous rock star and I'm traveling around the world, I'll be able to get any girl or guy I want. You know, so you practice and you practice and you practice. It becomes a motivator and that's what it's supposed to be for. You know, maybe you're an athlete and, you know, you take, you refocus your, your anger, your frustrations, whatever else, and into the motivation to get up earlier, to, to practice longer than anybody else. Um... You know, you, you get the idea. I know that when I did the episode on the five weaknesses, I mentioned that the one I had the most trouble with was sympathy. I tend to care a lot about other people and I, I want to help them. But feeling as bad for others as I do, it put me or it used to put me in a pretty vulnerable place because it made it a lot easier to manipulate me sometimes. Now, that was something that took a long time for me to understand. And by that point in my life, uh, it was something that was deeply ingrained into the way that I lived. Now, the way I started to fix that was by using my shadow to my advantage. I sat back. I took a good long look at myself. Um, I reevaluated all of the times that people had taken advantage of me, which was quite a few. Um, all of the times that people had abused my good nature or taken my kindness for weakness, stuff like that. I thought about how much stress and how many tangible real-life problems I had experienced over the last few years 
just because I was too agreeable and because people had taken advantage of that. And I thought about how badly I've been treated. I took a really cold, hard look at, you know, how most of these people I've been over backwards for really didn't even care. And the longer I thought about all this, the angrier I got. And the angrier I got, the easier it was for me to start making resolutions and to start deciding on the things that needed to change. I used that anger to make the adjustments in my personality that I needed to. And it's not that I don't care about others anymore or that I don't want to help them. But what I did was I got really good at setting boundaries. Even after those initial revelations, you know, I still sometimes call up that little bit of you know, smoldering rage when I need to. I don't ever let it take over because it's a terrible, terrible master. But I do call it up for assistance whenever I feel myself wanting to give in to that sympathetic weakness. Whenever I, I, I start feeling too bad for somebody that doesn't deserve it. Or even just feeling bad for somebody that doesn't, um, isn't in a place to accept it, you know. And, you know, in this process, you're bound to overcorrect at some point, And it does take some, some work to learn how to adjust and to fine-tune everything. So don't get discouraged. You're dealing with very powerful emotions, very powerful unconscious forces. You're not going to get everything right on the first try. So don't feel bad when you don't. It takes practice. And it takes a lot of courage to continuously face up to your demons over and over again. So let me leave a couple words of warning here. Integrating the shadow is definitely a vital part of becoming the best version of yourself. However, there are some risks that go along with it. And it's it just the nature of the beast. You've got, to, you've got to accept these risks. You've got to just try to mitigate them as much as possible. But don't avoid the shadow work just because there's some danger. And there's, da there's more danger in not doing this. And I've already mentioned how important it is to not let it take control. You're, you're integrating it. You're not letting it in the driver's seat. While keeping this stuff buried is definitely not the best way to deal with it, there is a reason that we bury it in the first place. If you let these emotions run wild, you're very quickly going to become a slave to them. And you're probably going to get fired from your job and ruin your reputation and you know all of your social connections in the process. So self-control is key here. Second, be very intentional in who you reveal this side of yourself to. If you're, in a, if you're in a situation where somebody is actively trying to manipulate you and your response is to let out your deepest, darkest emotions, you're playing right into their hands. And I had this experience a while back. I let out a little bit of anger, but I didn't realize that I was dealing with a narcissist. And all I did was use my anger to put my foot down on some important issues. Um, nothing crazy. I wasn't aggressive. I wasn't, <laughs> I wasn't anything. I was just standing up for myself. But oh my God, did that backfire. That person was just a master manipulator, and they knew exactly how to push all of my buttons. As soon as they got their bearings, which they were surprised that I wasn't playing nice anymore, so it took them a second to, to kind of compose themselves. But once they did, they, they did everything that they could to keep provoking me, to keep feeding off of that. And since I was still a beginner at integrating the shadow, I definitely lost my temper <laughs> quite a bit in the next week or so. Um, but, you know, then of course they wanted to play the victim and try to make me feel bad for being angry, which that just upset me even more down the road once I realized that they were playing me and that I had every right to be angry. And in the end, the only way that I was able to come out on top in that situation and to develop some rock solid self-control. And, you know, once I couldn't be worked up anymore, that person started to act in a more and more childish manner, which pretty much told me all I needed to about them. But, you know, the key there was that I was, I didn't really know what was going on. It took me a minute to figure it out, but I, I had to learn how to rechannel that anger from just 
lashing out and being aggressive and being, well, I guess I wasn't really being aggressive, but I was, it was getting the best of me. And so I had to learn to take that energy because first of all, I wasn't, I was suppressing that anger and I just was kind of being a pushover. And then over time, I started to let it out a little bit. I tried to put my foot down and, you know, that caused even more problems. So the progression from that was, okay, well, instead of just getting mad for the sake of getting mad and feeling this emotion great, I'm not hiding it anymore. But what do I do with it? Well, now I use it to develop that self-control. It became my motivation. It became my, like that anger just made me want to be somebody that was in control. So it's, it's, it's not enough to just accept the emotions that you have and to just let them happen. If they're destructive, you need to do something with them. Otherwise, they just sit there. They're not expressed at that point. And the, the point that I'm making here is that, well, I guess I'm making a couple points, but the, the, the first one was that there are people out there who will absolutely take advantage of your emotions if you, if you let them, and they're going to play with them. So be careful. You're not letting this stuff out directly. You're not unleashing it on your significant other just because they upset you. However, you might use it to stand up to them if you realize that they're mistreating you. And don't feel bad if you overcorrect or if you if you let these emotions out too much and then you kind of mess things up a little bit. I mean, feel bad, but don't let beat yourself up over it. Like, accept that you made a mistake, but it takes practice. You're not going to get everything on the first try. I already said that. Life is a never-ending game of whack-a-mole, essentially. You can't integrate the shadow if you don't first establish a really strong character that can control it. But if you exercise too much self-control and you bury those emotions and they sit and they fester, so start letting them out. Start integrating the shadow. But you're going to take it too far. It's okay. Like Just accept that. I mean, going into it knowing that you need to be careful not to take it too far will probably help. But if you do slip up, like just understand that's part of the process you're learning. But treat it as a learning process. Don't treat it as, oh, well, it happened one time and huh, bad things happen. No, like you, as long as you get a little bit better each day, that's what really matters, you know? It goes back and forth. It goes around and around. But each time you go through these cycles, you get a little bit better at it. So don't, don't get discouraged if you don't get all the details right from the start. It just takes time and practice. And remember what Seneca said. The greatest remedy for anger is delay. Make sure that you're always in control. You should never let the shadow side out reactively. Because if you do, then other people are going to use it against you. You're not in control at that point. You're letting your emotions run wild. So take some time, take some, get some space from whatever is upsetting you and use that to create your response though. Use it as your motivation to move forward. It, the, the, the shadow self and unleashing itself should never be a first response because you don't have control over it at that point. So don't allow yourself to be ruled by emotion, but at the same time, remember that if you try to suppress those emotions, you're denying a very powerful aspect of yourself. Thanks for listening, guys. Good luck.